Hey, everybody. Hi, guys. Well, from Salt Lake City, Utah. It's Thank God I'm Atheist. The podcast. I'm Frank. And I'm Dan. Coming up today, Death with Dignity. Ooh, we're going to die on the show. <laughs> no, well, no, we're not going to die. With dignity. <laughs> we're going to do it in a very <laughs> dignified manner. Uh, uh, yeah, okay. Or or we'll talk about it. We'll, the, the sh- yeah, okay. About dying. Yeah. Yeah, that's a thing, I guess. We, we'll, we'll pick later. We'll decide later what we're going to do. Yeah, this, of course, is related to the whole Brittany Murphy thing. Maynard. Maynard. Brittany Murphy was another death, but... Oh, I typed Brittany Murphy on my notes. <laughs> it's funny that my fingers would just go straight to Brittany Murphy. It makes total sense to I me. don't know that that... Well, I mean, I guess. That's, that's just the name that you hear when you hear Brittany <laughs> and an M... Uh, anyway, another Brit- unfortunate death, I guess. Yeah, indeed. But so. Brittany Maynard is the one we're going to be talking about. Um, if you haven't, if you don't know who that is, stay tuned. Yeah, indeed. And we'll we'll fill you in. I'm still embarrassed about that. That's okay. Uh, uh, it's uh, past. It's how, past. Good. Oh, good. Oh, good. <laughs> Should we just move on then? Oh, can we? Yes. Um, I'm going to talk about uh a. So we just had elections here in these United States of America. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They um, they did happen. So we got to decide uh which which party was going to control the do nothing Congress yeah. for the next 2 our, years. Our democracy is strong. Yes, indeed. <laughs> it was so, so funny. I saw so many people who just on Facebook or whatever who were just cuz you know, most of my friends are pretty liberal. Yeah. Some yeah, of, yeah. you know, I have some very conservative friends, but most of my friends are pretty liberal. Uh-huh. And they were just like, what are we going to do? This is the worst thing ever. And I'm just like, <laughs> oh, no. Now the Republican controlled com- Congress will do nothing, as opposed to the Dem- Democrat controlled Senate doing nothing. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Oh, no. Oh, it's just the worst. It is the worst. Well, at least now they, uh, on their clock. Yeah. You know, or, or rather on their watch. They get to do nothing, <laughs> right? It's exactly. And prove to everybody that we can, they we can't can, do anything either. We can effectively blame them instead of effectively <laughs> blaming our guys. Getting blamed, right? Well, I guess we're not. <laughs> we're really doing nothing. What you and I? Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah we we're not doing anything. <laughs> we. I barely voted. I mean, I voted. Yeah. I don't know that you can vote. There are no degrees of voting. If you voted, it's it's kind of a binary yeah. yes/no sort of thing. Yeah. But I did. Oh. Yeah. Anywho, good, good, um, good. so so the the elections happened. Um, there may be some trouble. No, now, you, you'll recall that uh, churches. You you remember churches? You've heard of those? <sighs> Unfortunately, they're uh, they're not allowed in this country to uh, endorse a candidate. Mm. Uh, they're allowed to discuss issues, but they are not allowed to endorse a specific candidate. That would be called no, yeah. electioneering, and they yeah, they yeah, can't do yeah. that. Well, uh, <laughs> have they? There was a church in Albuquerque, um, a legacy church uh, of Al- Albuquerque, which okay. I, they they had their own way of doing it. They handed out mock ballots, sample ballots, oh. to their parishioners um, with names highlighted. <laughs> <laughs> so no words were no. uttered. <laughs> just, just, oh, how clever. Here you go. They got what? around that law. I, I think, I think maybe they didn't. They made it. They figured it out. <laughs> they figured it if out. they don't say it, <laughs> then they can tell you who you should. Vote it's not for. over the pulpit. They're no. not speaking the words. They're just. I mean, no. I just gave them a sample ballot. Sample yeah. ballots are good. They well, need to be informed about who's there. How did that get bright yellow? That's. That's how, who did this. Must have been God's God's own highlighter. His 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 uh his bright yellow finger. That's right. Jesus <laughs> his day glow finger. If people don't know that Jesus's blood was bright yellow. <laughs> was neon it yellow. Was, it's not as it's probably more like Oh, oh no, don't. No. No. <laughs> no, it's just oozy like <laughs> like uh you know, he's like got like pus a pussy yeah. like uh, He's got Jesus' bile. sores. It's it's bile. His sores are Ooh. highlighter yellow. Yeah. Anyway, uh, so there have been calls for the IRS to enforce their laws and say, uh, no, oh, uh, as, and and revoke these this church's tax exempt status. Like they will. Well, they've promised that they will. Bah. Uh We have I'll not. It when I see it, exactly. Actually. We have not yet seen any evidence that they will. But here we have a. Uh, Literally in black and white and yellow, proof. You would think that they would this. want all the money they could get. 
for the U.S. Treasury. I want the U.S. Treasury to have all the money it can get, and yeah. not from me. I would like it to get it from <laughs> other sources than myself. From religious groups. So, uh, so yeah. yes, please tax the churches. <laughs> Dear Heavenly Father, please make us tax the churches. Yeah. Amen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, what do you got? Give unto Caesar, right? Sure, Ren- yeah. render that shit. Yeah. Um, well, I've got the story of uh, Brittany Murphy... <laughs> and uh, stop it stop it <laughs> uh no um i actually have well let's just get the uh election stuff out of the way let's just do that. sounds good um so I, there was a lot that people have been talking about mm. uh today yeah. in particular um and i'm sure for the next few days um ab- about this 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 election and mm. some of the results and outcomes and what haves use. Um, one thing that you may not have heard, Dan, uh, was a, um, it was, oh, what did they call those things when they, uh, like a referendum type thing, a ballot initiative. Oh. Okay. Down in Alabama. Uh-huh. Um, where uh, they, and it passed, uh, they, uh, they've passed one of these laws that are targeted at, uh, making sure that Sharia does not get implemented. Oh, oh, it, good. It's one of those where they they say that they they ban foreign laws. <laughs> there will be no foreign laws in in Alabama. This is a problem, Alabama. But because... what if they're domestic laws? What if oh. people? What if the the Muslims get into power, and then it's just right? They just pass these laws. Yeah, because Muslims are still legal in this country right now. Yeah. Uh, uh, currently. Uh, currently. Yeah. Because when Oklahoma tried to pass shir- the, their law and it mentioned Sharia, uh-huh. this was a few years ago. Right. I think we talked about it. The It got struck down. I think we yeah. talked about it being struck down. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, so, yeah, but Alabama, uh, no you know, foreign laws in Alabama. Well, let me tell on them. Yeah, let me tell you something. Uh, <laughs> I know of several foreign countries in which there's a law against murder. So does that mean that uh, mm. Alabama can't have a but, law against murder well, anymore? We already have one of those. I think it Here's started before deal, other before in other lands. Uh, apparently, um, it uh, according to uh, uh, some sort of legal expert, mm. someone who knows more about this than you know me. <laughs> um, the the uh, the, the, well, there's this guy, Randy Brinson. I don't know if he's a legal person, but he uh, he's the president of the Christian Coalition of Alabama, which um, actually spoke out against this. Um, he, he said that the law is just plain silliness mm. and uh, that it does not actually protect Christian values. Oh. Um, and here's the interesting thing, that it could potentially jeopardize foreign adoptions. Marriages to people outside of the U.S. Oh, interesting. And uh, somehow religious liberty. I'm not quite sure how that works. But um, yeah, apparently this this whole thing about uh, foreign adoptions, because you like the courts and the system have to sort of consider these legal documents from right. other countries or something of, of the sort. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it could totally get could cause problems. I don't know if it could get in the way, <laughs> but it could could sort of muddy the water somehow i suppose so i mean again not legal scholar yeah here yeah speaking you know the thing is that i I, this whole the whole concept is of course just silly pandering to uninformed and terrified fox news watchers yeah 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 yeah. uh because there's nothing but i mean hello i don't i got news dan i don't want sharia law in this country i got news for these guys 10 commandments foreign law the Ten Commandments came that that came right out of the Middle East. <laughs> That's so that shit's but, foreign but, as it gets. But Dan, here here's the deal. Yeah, I don't want Sharia law either. I no, I definitely don't. So, uh, so yeah, it's it's what, fine. What do you do? You have to ban that shit, right? <laughs> Wait, <laughs> and you have to work hard to make sure that it doesn't happen. Okay, so basically, the the strategy that we've come up with is <laughs> we don't only. Yeah, phase one may be we pass the laws that we like, but phase two is we spe- we pass laws against laws that we don't like. Is that what we're, laws is that against what we're, laws? Yeah, we're mm. passing laws 
to make sure that those laws don't come near yeah, us. Yeah. Hey, I think doesn't that seem fair to you? <laughs> it seems like a very I, big waste of time and money. It does seem like a big waste of time. It does seem like a waste of money. I, you know, like I, I would rather it was just against Sharia law. Just come out and say it. Right. How about against religious law? Hey. How about that? Term it that way. <laughs> and see how they feel. Ooh, Dan. You and then, and then when everybody's like, you can't do that. This is a Christian country. I'll be like, well, what about Sharia law then? You don't want it, do you? You're, what do you want? Sharia law? Is that what you want? You want Sharia law in this <laughs> That's country? That's religious law. That's religious law. We got to ban it. Must be banned. Sorry, it's the only choice. Get rid of it. It's the only option we got. Rid of it. Uh, I'm going to move on to... <laughs> Whatever. Oregon. Oh. Uh, What's well, in Oregon? Well, I think legalized weed, isn't it? Did they win on that? I think I they did. I don't know. I don't care. I didn't, I didn't actually pay attention to that. But guess what else? Here's what else is in Oregon. A federal district court, which they has... They have one up there? They do. They, they've got all of, the, all of the amenities that a good state should have. Wow. In Oregon. Wow. Uh, so this this particular court heard a case uh, called American Humanist Association versus United States. My uh, God. This was brought by the AHA and a, a feller named Jason Holden, who is currently a federal prisoner. Oh. And the dealio is this. Uh, he really? Wa- he wanted to get together with other non-believing types in the federal prison system oh. and have study time. Because the Christians get study time and uh, the Muslims get study time, but he was denied study time because he's a humanist. Rude. I think it is rude. Yeah. Well, now it has been ruled to be not only rude, but illegal. Meaning this federal court has now ruled that for the purposes of this, uh, and for the purposes of being in accordance with the Establishment Clause... Right. Of, of the of of the First Amendment of our Constitution of these United States. Okay, humanism is a religion. Boa, there you go. I you know, what? I, I mean, all this is saying yeah. is that legally, it's putting humanism on a par, on a legal par, or or giving it legal parity with that all of I'm these okay other religions. With that, I'm okay with. But I don't know about it being. They're they're defined, but they're having to define it as a religion in order to do that. Correct. Does that mean they get tax tax re- exempt shit? Well, the, I mean, I, the American Humanist <laughs> Association is already tax exempt. Oh, they're five hundred one c three probably or yeah. something of the sort. Yep, they're already in that same category as far as tax exempt. Yeah, but can do they get like rectories and whatnot? Do they get all? Do they do they get all the other good ones? I'm sure that they could have a rectory if they wanted it. Do they get, like, their closed books? How's that? <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's the question. That's the one. That's the question. Can yeah. they can they close their books and not show anybody anything about their, their finances? Yeah. I huh. I think they have a case for it now. They, uh, uh. I think they have a solid case for it. But the thing is, as see, that's one of the things, though, as a nonprofit. You, you, you want that transparency. You like you you truly do like well, it's yeah, actually I mean, a if, good thing. If, yeah, if you want to be able to show donors legally, what's going on, it would be really nice if they could just have that right. Right, exactly. Huh? And then opt to use it or not as see, as they see fit. Right, exactly. That would be nice. Huh? Okay. Yeah. There like you go. It. I I want to see how this uh, ripples toward the uh, the uh, pastafarians, the flying <laughs> spaghetti monster people. Or yeah, exactly. Probably chomping at the bit now. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. All right. Um, I'm going to go to Pakistan for a minute. Um, apparently, uh, there was, and I didn't really hear about this un- until like, you know, half hour ago. Oh. When I was prepping for final the show. prepping for the show. Yeah. Um, but there was, um, th- there was this incident of, uh, there, there was this Christian group or uh, group couple. Married okay. couple. That's a group. In Pakistan. It's a small group. Small group. <laughs> um, and uh, they're in their 20s, um, 28 and 25. Oh. And uh, they were accused of desecrating a Quran. Oh, dear. And so an angry mob uh, of uh, Muslims uh, formed. Yeah, as, as you do. As you do. 
Sure. And uh, they were, uh, and they um, attacked them, uh, and later burnt their bodies. So they killed them. Yeah. Uh, they burnt Ooh. their bodies, uh, and uh, in a, in a in a brick kiln. Oh my God. And uh, they, yeah. And so it's this kind of this big deal. Um, yeah. The owner of the brick kiln um, said was the one who who really sort of said that it was uh, a sort of a, a religious thing mm. that, it, that it happened. That it was that apparently uh, the the woman uh, Shama um, they locked her up for two days and then attacked her with shovels. Jesus. Uh, and then they tortured her husband and they were both then thrown into the kiln. Um, and, uh, anyways, uh, 44 people have now been arrested. Oh, 44 people have been arrested <laughs> as being uh, members of this mob and having been a part of the whole thing. Um, now horrible, horrible story. Yeah. Um, I came upon this story, uh, uh, at the Christian post. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, uh, so I don't want to make light of what happened, no. But um, boy, they're playing up the whole the whole Christian uh, victimhood narrative. How, how how does this make Christians victims? This isn't just Muslim on Muslim. It was or, a Christian couple. Oh, the couple was Christian. Yeah. Oh, desecration okay. of a Quran. How did they? Well, oh, I just assumed that they were Muslims. Who no, were I, and I'm pretty sure I said Christian. Maybe you did. I didn't hear it. It's fine. Okay. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Wow. Well, Muslim yeah. on Christian. Um, and, uh, yeah, it, it, it's it's really interesting. Yeah, that's... Um, uh, I, I, you're right that the the truly interesting part of this story is that they were arrested, that the mob... That, that yeah. Some no. sort of legal, legal right. reckoning has been, has been in the... Is in the offing. Who knows what, you know, what their sentence will be or whatever. Cause I don't, I don't know much about Pakistan. No, I, I really don't either. Um, um, apparently though, uh, there's the blasphemy and, and, and such other related crimes. Um, it, it, they often use that as an excuse to attack people. Yeah. Of, of in religious minorities. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and, uh, often completely trumped up. Oh, you know, yeah. I'm, well, is, is what the article goes on to to say. They're not saying whether or not this couple actually desecrated a Quran. I, you know, like if I were in anywhere near Muslims, I think the in, last thing I would do is desecrate a Quran. Because if you're in their country, especially if you're in like a Muslim majority country, right? Like, I cannot imagine the person who's like, you know what. You know what? Let, you know what sounds fun. Hey, sweetheart. You know what sounds like a good idea. I'm just gonna bounce this off. You see what you think. What if we took this book here? Now it's not our holy book, right? But they all love it. Yeah. So won't it be a funny <laughs> prank if you and I uh, desecrate it? Yeah. That'll be good. You know that sounds like a good idea. I think they'll get a kick out of it. That you know. <laughs> I have to tell you, I was about to say the exact same thing. Oh, we are definitely on the same page. We're so doing this. Then we have to do it. This is happening. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what goes through your mind. Certainly, when I was in, uh, when I'm in a foreign land, yeah, especially a land whose culture differs pretty dramatically from my own, uh-huh. the first thing I do is go out and act wild, just, yeah. just to test them. Yeah. Just to see what's up. Yeah. Hey, India, I'm just going to go a little crazy, see what y'all do. I'm going to kill a cow. (laughs) I'm going to spit on somebody and see who gets mad. Yeah. Yeah, just Just go around. Testing the waters. See where you fit in the caste system. (laughs) Right, right. You know, who Who are you allowed to spit on? I am a Western tourist. Who can I spit on? (laughs) It was in the brochure. (laughs) Yes. It was one of the reasons I came to this country. I heard I could spit on people. <laughs> oh my god, we're awful. Well, I am going to tell a story that isn't any funner. 
Oh uh, no! Yeah, this is Damn, a good one. This, this is, a this good is one. the downer part of the show. Yeah, exactly. I hope you. I hope you're ending with a bang for our, <laughs> for our listeners. Uh, so, do you remember just a few weeks ago, not too long ago, I told the story of a, a of a nutball who I think it was in Oklahoma, yeah, probably who went into a, a warehouse and and beheaded a girl, a woman, a um, co- an ex coworker. I think it was on. Uh, I think I brought up the story. It was in an Oklahoma news outlet. Oh, no, no, no. no. I brought up the story. I had a related story in Arkansas. Oh, okay. Of people overreacting to the whole thing. <laughs> That's what it was. Okay. That's what it was. Okay. Anyway, uh, man, there is something in the water in Oklahoma, let me tell you. Uh, uh, yeah. uh-huh. so, the, so this time, uh, what happened, uh, a young 21-year-old man named Isaiah Marin or Marin, uh was uh is being charged with first degree murder for the killing of another young man a 19 year old named Jacob Crockett okay uh he basically all but beheaded him as well i don't know what, all but all uh, there was a, uh, the head was still somewhat attached but mostly <laughs> not but like I don't even want to go there. No, I was you don't say what by tendons. You, 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 I I don't know, okay. uh, and I'm happy not to know. Yeah. Um, okay. Apparently, this time though, it wasn't uh, it it wasn't motivated by Muslim anger. Oh, this so an time, improvement. It was mo- it was motivated by Christian anger. Uh, yeah, better Christian anger seems more <laughs> righteous. <somehow. laughs> uh, no, it's just not. No. Uh, yeah. Yeah, this guy went nutso. I mean, apparently, I, it's clear that this kid was clear was had mental problems. His brother says that he was a drug addict, and oh, looking okay. at his picture, that's totally believable. Oh, okay. Uh, and he, uh, yeah, apparently he went and attacked this guy with a machete. Oh my! Uh, and th- his reasoning uh, is unclear but it it seems to be that he objected to uh this kid practicing witchcraft um our our the kid who he beheaded yes okay yeah jacob uh was a was a practitioner of witchcraft i guess like he was wiccan or i guess i it doesn't really uh i i haven't found much about that but it apparently he did or he just like dressed in black and yeah, I mean the picture I that I've seen of him, uh, he's like wearing, you know, sort of heavy metal badges on his leather jacket and right, you know, doing the right. the Dio rock on sign and all right, that sort right. of stuff. Um he's a kid. Yeah. He was just a kid, but uh but I mean Meth Head McGee over here was was <laughs> Also a Christian zealot, and apparently a wild Christian zealot. Oh, okay. And unhinged uh, about it as well. A, a, a blog on Pathios, the progressive secular humanist blog, uh, has a, a snippet of a post from his Facebook page that says, uh, this is August 8th of this year, that said, tried to, take out, tried to take on a demon, and God had to help me through the tough parts. Got to be careful with my words and pay closer attention to my emotions. Need to figure out how to keep on speaking when I'm with the presence of the Lord God. What? That to me says, we got an unbalanced kid here. Yeah, no kidding. We got a, but. Wow. Now he's, now he's unbalanced, like he's mentally unbalanced and he's brought Jesus into the mix. Yeah. That is not a good recipe. And apparently what that recipe yields is somebody without a head. Dear God. Yeah. Poor kid. Oh, my God. Yeah, apparently this guy, uh, he turned himself in. He uh, he called 911 and uh, said he killed somebody. Oh, my God. And then the, the, the state troopers found him on the, walking along the highway, carrying, covered in blood and carrying a, a machete. He really had a machete. Yeah. Where does one even find a machete? Oh, you can get a machete. I, I'll get you a machete. You want a machete? I'll find you a machete. <laughs> okay. Get me a machete. I don't know where you get a machete. I don't know where. Amazon. That's where you get everything. Oh, yeah, it's to, Amazon. To the, but you need one in the Amazon. Yeah, well, yeah. Right. You, not you, need a, you need a machete, a digital machete to cut through all the crap on the website, on the Amazon 
I'm tr- I'm I'm merging oh, the, the metaphor I don't, and the yeah. anyway. Sorry, that was kind of a <laughs> little bit of a stretch. Okay. <laughs> anyway, right, yeah, um, sad sad days in Oklahoma. People yeah. people be losing their heads in Oklahoma. Indeed. Uh, well, I want to go to the uh, heavily heavily religious Norway. Oh yes. Um, where uh, actually one of the the interesting things about Norway, um, it is one of those sort of you know European countries that has seen a rapid decline in religious observance right. and whatnot. Um, but it's uh, but it still has they still do this um, church funding mechanism through like the the the, the tax mm-hmm. system, right? right? Um, and, uh, so like if you're a member of a specific religion, then you just automatically get a certain percentage taken from your income. Right. Right. Um, well, uh, the Catholic church, uh, in Norway, uh, has been secretly registering thousands of Catholics in order to illegally (laughs) get these funds. That's brilliant. (laughs) It's brilliant. So what they do is they watch as um, um, immigrants come into Norway. Um, They, uh, they, they, if they're from a Catholic majority country, they're just registering. (laughs) They're just assumed that they're Catholic. Yeah. Oh, this, this person is from Mexico. Of course he wants to pay the tax to our, to the, to the Catholics. Yeah. Obviously. Absolutely. What? Um, An Italian? Give me that money. And uh they're not uh it's it's no small change that they they end up collecting. No, but um not. apparently um they collected or they will be collecting this year. Uh, it was like a how much was it? It was like a 130 million kroner or something like that. Oh wow. Uh, which would be the equivalent of about twenty-two million dollars, mm. I think, is what I looked up. Um, and uh, uh, yeah, pretty crazy. Um, the uh, Norwegian government has uh, not, uh, at least when this article was posted um, earlier today, mm. uh, has not yet come out to say what they are going to do about this fraud <laughs> that has been committed against. Uh, their their government yeah you know it's such a it's such a weird setup we uh we had somebody if you'll recall write into us or call no write into us Mm -hmm. uh talking about how when you're in a country that has a system like that in order to not pay that tax Mm -hmm. like you know if your parents christened you yeah you you're then you naturally just start paying that tax and in order to not pay that tax you have to renounce the church yeah so it's like you can't just casually stop paying your tithing. Right. You can't right. casually stop putting money in the collection plate or whatever. You have to like actually leave your church yeah. to do it. I wonder like what it takes for a church to get on this thing. Like I wonder like if the Mormons participate. Oh, I'm sure they do. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean I wonder if the Pastafarians participate. <laughs> I want to I want to I want to see. <laughs> I mean, I think that'd yeah. be great. I mean, it could be something that, that, I mean, who knows? As a matter of fact, I know that there are Norwegian members of the Church of the Flying Spaghetti Monster because I saw a whole thing about a Norwegian guy yeah. who, who fought and, and yeah. successfully got his picture on his ID with the colander on his well, head. Well, we have listeners in Norway, so if anybody wants to chime in on this, um, it would be appreciated yeah we would follow up on this story yeah absolutely it's, it's pretty amazing it is pretty amazing oh goodness all right well if you'd like to join the conversation uh like we're calling on our norwegian listeners to do right uh you can uh always uh email us our email address is podcast at thank god i'm atheist.com right you don't have to be norsk of course no. Anyway, uh, you can also uh, phone into us. Leave us a voicemail. That's uh, the number. There is four two four six 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 eight four four two. Yes, and uh, it's always a great conversation going on on Facebook. Our f- official, like, public Facebook page is facebook.com slash Atheist. There's also a Twitter feed at Atheist as well. And the uh, the closed group 
is the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Uh, join that for lively discussion, and nobody get, has to know that you're an atheist. On Facebook. On the Facebooks, yes. yes. All right, and uh, our website is thankgodimatheist.com. We're going to take a quick break. Uh, this is that delightful, delightful... Um, Brian, Brian Fisher. Fisher. That guy is is a treat. Uh, with his uh, on his beautiful, beautiful little radio show. He and, apparently uh, apparently they had a they, they had a big prayer uh, session to 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 help rid Texas of the queers. Oh, and uh, and it's had a it's had doing some, the Lord's work. It's had some good effects. Let's go to Steve in Point Blank, Texas. Steve, welcome to Focal Point. What's on your mind? Hello, Brian. Hey. First of all, I'd like to say that uh, I listened into the the rally in Houston Sunday, and that was really good. That was good, wasn't it? That was just great. It was. There were some some very powerful speakers there. You know, in fact, Steve, let me interject this. You know, uh, it occurred to me last night, you know, a good part of Sunday night was a lot of these pastors in Houston and a lot of people all around the country kneeling in prayer on the floor of that auditorium, repenting of sins, seeking God for forgiveness for ourselves and for this land and then tuesday we have this dramatic victory i gotta believe there's a connection there it worked ta-da it worked you see it finally worked apparently prayer works if you pray for one thing and then a totally different thing happens then we know that prayer works. It wor- no, it just worked. It, it worked, Dan. It's fine. It's like people have been trying for <laughs> so long. They pray so much and so long. The gay marriage work. thing just keeps ha- get, just keeps oh. happening more and more and more despite their prayers. It just, but it, it just goes to work. show oh. the Lord works in mysterious ways. Finally, so if you pray hard enough for the queers to mm. to get out, then mm. Republicans will win elections well because they want to get the queers out it makes so much sense i almost get it well i mean god works through <laughs> political ways god they're not it, so mysterious <laughs> you understand politics yeah <laughs> he's he's anyway. he's very tricky he is a, a tricky backroom god deals our god is a tricky god <laughs> anyway uh we we were written to and uh mm. And uh, and and voicemailed at, and I'm going to read a, uh, a an email that we got. All right. Uh, this comes to us from Eric, who you uh, apparently had listened to uh, our ghost story, and 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 we had talked about uh, explanations for ghosts. Uh, he says, oh, yeah. "Hey, Frank and Dan, I just finished listening to your Halloween episode in which you covered various explanations for ghost encounters. Right. I was interested to see that you did not that you did not cover infrasound." Ah, infrasound is a sound which, with a frequency lower than twenty hertz, which yeah. is lower than the limit of human hearing. Yeah. While most people can detect these sounds, they often don't register in the brain as sound. Yeah. Instead, uh, when subjected to such sounds, many people f- report feelings of anxiety, uneasiness, extreme sorrow, nervous feelings of revulsion or fear, uh, chills down the spine, and feelings of pressure on the chest. Oh my God! Uh, it has been suggested. That these reactions were developed as evolutionary responses. Uh, all, after all, throughout most of our inf- infancy as a species, the vast majority of things we encountered that produced frequencies in this range were very dangerous. Uh, mm. E.g., earthquakes, predators, tornadoes, rock yeah. slides, tsunamis. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, and he, he goes on to tell the story of Vic Tandy, who's who's the guy who discovered this phenomenon. Mm. Uh, he was in a laboratory. Uh, that was supposedly haunted, and he felt very anxious. And, and apparently, he kept seeing a gray blob out of the corner of his eye. Ooh, yeah, really, really spooky. But when he turned to see it, it was gone. Oh no! What was that gray blob? Anyway, the uh, ghost. The next day, <clears throat> he was working on a on his fencing foil. Apparently, he's a fencer, uh, a sword. As well as an accomplished scientist. As well as a co- an accomplished scientist. Okay. Anyway, he was uh, he had the handle of it in a vice, and it's a long, very very thin mm. sword, mm-hmm. uh, and 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 apparently it started uh, vibrating wildly. Oh, the uh, singing sword. The singing sword. Yeah, he uh, found it, and he figured he did find it. <laughs> Um, and it, it, that led him to discover that uh, the extractor fan in the lab was emitting a frequency of about. Uh, 18 hertz, 
which is the resonant frequency of the eyeball given uh, by NASA, ooh. which explained why he was seeing... So- he wasn't actually seeing something. He was hearing something with his eyeballs. <gasps> no way. Because his eye... It was... Resi- there was a stand... It, apparently, the room was exactly the right length to create a standing wave. In, wow. And he was at exactly the right spot in the room. No way. And it just jiggled his eyeball. No way. And it, may, it you know, his brain interpreted that as a, as a blob. And, uh, and he Crazy discovered town. this you infrasound know, I, I, phenomenon. I'm sitting here and I'm thinking about like people who build uh, you know, like um, commercial um, haunted houses. Mm. Right? Oh, yeah. They should be tapping into this. Like, oh, yeah. Have all these like, you know, low, super low frequencies. Bunch of infrasound. And a lot of infrasound. Just run around, create that sense of dread, like while people are in line. Yeah, you know? that's what you do, and get them all worked up, and then just have a a really shitty haunted house because it doesn't you matter have to do much because they're already freaked out. They're already fucking freaked out. Although I think that MythBusters did a thing on this, and they couldn't make the the effect always work uh, work the way they wanted it to. Yeah. Like they quote unquote haunted a house with infra infrasound. Uh, well, maybe um, I don't know. I don't remember it very well, but I mean, huh. I it could it certainly could have an effect. Yeah, it'd be awesome. And then there was the uh, there was the whole uh, this American Life that talked about the haunted house that had had multiple families move into it, and they all moved out because it was haunted. Right. And then they realized that there was a gas leak, and it was causing <laughs> <laughs> like like there was a slow gas leak, and it, apparently once they fixed that, it was like oh, it's not haunted so anymore. So what was the slow gas leak doing? Apparently, like, causing hallucinations. Uh, like, apparently people were seeing ghosts and stuff. But, uh... And being lethargic. <laughs> like, does anyone else feel... Mood shifts. Does anyone else feel know? dead in here? Because I feel like I'm gonna... Is, does that smell like egg? Is it kind of <laughs> a eggy, sulfury smell? Yeah. Is anybody else picking up on that? I think this happened... I think it's a ghost. Yeah, that's why, the, that's why they sent the gas now. You know that's not actually what gas smells no, like. No, I know that. Yeah. Yeah, it's added. It's it's added for your enjoyment. Right. Why don't you play a voicemail for us? Uh okay. Hey Frank and Dan. This is Garrett from Texas. You had a caller on your last episode that was talking about his Christian wife. And I'm in the same boat. Um my wife grew up as a fundamentalist Christian uh with her very fundamentalist Southern Baptist family. And I sort of did when I was in high school. My parents, like, took me to church and stuff. And I got really into it. And so we were both into it, I'd say, equally. And as I was kind of coming out of religion is when we sort of started dating and she was still in. And we eventually got married. And I had to come out to her and be, you know, super honest with her and tell her that I was having these doubts. I was being very... uh, kind about it not like totally bashing like stupid religion with stupid beliefs and stupid things i was just telling her that you know i had these questions i'm i'm really trying to figure things out and i'm really trying to learn as much as i can and i focused on like the learning aspect and that aspect of or that focus um of learning trying to learn more about the world is what really spoke to her and um over, I'd say, the five years or so that we've been married, she's, like, slowly lost more and more of her belief. And the happiest moment for me, I guess, so far is whenever she kind of lost her belief in hell um, and no re- no longer really accepts that. Um, and so, from I mean, from time to time, we really we talk about it. She likes having, like, the Christian identity and doesn't really like thinking about it and just having her head in the sand. Um, which is fine by me. We love each other, and we, you know, we have really good conversations from time to time. But for her, I've noticed it's a very, very slow process. Where for me, accepting my atheism was like a full-on thing. I had to learn as much as I could, um, as soon as I could. So for anybody that's going through that, try to go about it in that you know that wants to have the conversation with their spouse. Try to go about it in a kind, gentle, and loving way, not in an attacking way. Because it doesn't help anything. Um, I hope that helps anybody. Have a good one. Thanks. Yeah, thanks for the thanks for the yeah, message. Thanks for that. I I don't go in for all of this 
kinder, gentler, lovey-dovey stuff. Not a good way to run a marriage. No, no, no. no. The the, the no. thing you want is a lot of aggression, <laughs> and uh, and trying to to win your marriage by making your uh, your spouse feel stupid. Uh, yeah, that's how you win at marriage. Yeah. So I don't go in for all of it's this. It's one stuff. little battle at a time. Was it Garrett? Is that who Garrett, that was? Yeah. yeah, Garrett. I I, I can't go with you down on that. It's clearly <laughs> mar- Ter- yeah. terrible advice. Garrett. Mar- marriage is war, and you're clearly <laughs> losing. No, that's exactly right. You, she's you, secretly winning. You be nice. You, know? you be nice. You're, you're being too nice. <laughs> that's what you're supposed to do. That's what we're all about, Franklin. Uh, Wally, oh. just awful. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> Wally. That's a. I like that movie. Uh, Wally Weak Sauce is what this gentleman has called himself. He's he wrote oh, into okay. us. Okay. Uh, he said, uh, "I loved your response to the listener who wondered how to respond to people asking for prayers." Ah. My response is always a little more sneaky than your more direct suggestion, but I okay. often respond, "Quote, I'll be holding you in the light." Uh, okay. It's an old Quaker saying I picked up when I was trying out the local Quaker meeting house. Huh. It sounds vaguely spiritual enough to satisfy most people if you're trying to send some encouragement without getting tangled in a debate about beliefs. On the uncommon occasion that someone asks what it means, you can easily respond, It's an old Quaker saying, I think it's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> Which usually satisfies most people that it passes that it passes relig- religious muster. Hmm. Well, all right. There you go. I just I all of that woo woo stuff just rankles me. Light just rubbed me. Yeah, you start the saying light. something about light. I had a friend who went to a therapist, and her therapist told her uh, she was you know complaining about this person that was just being a disruptive influence in her life. Mm-hmm. And her therapist suggested that she quote send her pink light. That's not a therapist. That's you. You're <laughs> not <laughs> therapying right now. Although I do think my friend probably should have just gotten a pink light bulb and put it in a box and mailed it to her. Yeah, that would be... I don't know that that's what. That, I don't think that's therapist. what. I don't think that's I don't what. I think that ther- that's what that quack meant. <laughs> right. Oh my god. Send her pink light. What does pink light do? I'm. How about this? I'll send you pink light instead of payment. <laughs> How's that sound? I'll send you green light. Yeah. I'll send. You of... tell me what color what color of light you want as payment. For this bullshit, and I'll send it to you. Uh, cold hard cash. <laughs> yeah, uh, I may be a quack, but I need money. <laughs> exactly. No, it's just send the uh, the power company some light. Mm. Oh wait, that doesn't work. They send you light. Yeah, they, well, then you're just repaying them in kind. I guess. Uh, Jason wrote into us as well. Uh, Jason said, "Hey guys, love your show. I just became a monthly supporter, although I admit I admit it's long overdue." Uh, well, in thanks, any Jason. in any case, do you have any idea when the men's extra large shirts might be back in stock? I need one. Dan, you're going to bring this up? I'm bringing it up because I'm putting pressure on ourselves. Okay. We are putting in a new order for shirts yeah. this week. Yeah. Uh, so the turnaround won't be immediate. No, because but... because our shirt guy is, is just a guy. Yeah. Uh, he does a great he job. He has a small little space. He's, he's got a shop and he, he, he'll he turn it, it around it, pretty quick. It's not but... his job, right? It's more of a... He's making it his job. He's trying to. Yeah, silk screening is sort of his thing. Anyway, we like supporting him. Yeah. Um, so it'll be soon. I'm going to say two weeks, three weeks. Yeah. We'll announce we, it. We might have to put some uh, sweatshop pressure. Onto this whole <laughs> yeah, we, we may have to put some, some... We may have to round up some... Uh, some children. Some sweatshoppies. <clears throat> and put them to work. Yeah. yeah. We'll see what we, have to, what we have to do. But they're on the way. Anyway, Jason is now a monthly subscriber. Wonderful. And thank you, Jason. Thank you so much for that. Uh, we also have a donation, a one-time donation, a generous, lovely one-time donation from John. Thank you, John. Thank you so much for that. Uh, if you would like to join the ranks of these fine, upstanding listeners... Uh, and donate to our program. We've got a we've got good reason for you to do so. Absolutely. Uh, coming up, we are going to be we are going to be permanently uh, changing our show for the better, wildly for the better. Yes. Uh, it's going to be tough going for a while there. So we're going to set a goal. We're, we'll be announcing this. I'm just teasing this right now, but yeah. we need, we're need we going to need a lot more money. Yeah. We're to, taking on a lot more work. We're actually bringing in uh, another another contributor. Yes. Uh, well, I mean, we can announce it. It's Adam. Adam, been, right. Uh, a, a regular 
um, guest host when Our- when when Dan's been out of town. Uh, we've had Adam on, and Adam's piece, his produced piece last week, uh-huh. uh, was was so well received, and and you know we've been wanting to find to to sort of find a way to to make this a more pro- professional show. We mm-hmm. feel that we're very professional, yeah, but uh, we want more we wanna, produced show. We're going to take it to a whole nother yeah. level, and that we're going to do that by uh, bringing Adam on as a producer of uh, of pieces, right? And basically, so, basically, what we're doing is you're it's going to be more or less um you'll you'll recognize the show right the the first act of the show oh it's still these two idiots talking is going to be basically untouched yeah in fact untouched right we can promise that and that's always the part of the show that we felt has been the the good part of the show (laughs) (laughs) i'm dead serious you're going down a bad road right now i've always felt that that was the good part of the show and then i felt that there was the other part of the show that was sometimes good Sometimes really good, and other times it's not as good. <laughs> I, I'm being dead serious. I just I feel like are. the second half of the show sometimes hasn't felt. So you're saying the part that we're about to go into right now is the bad part of the show. Is the, the show. weak, yeah. <laughs> shitty part of the yeah. Turn off the show now. <laughs> if you want to avoid Do yourself a favor. Sh- the shitty part of the you show, know. just turn off the show now. No, Adam's going to be doing a great job for us. We're gonna we're very excited to have him. Uh, it's mm-hmm. going to cost us some money, so yeah. we're hoping that uh, we're we're going to set a new a goal. We're going to have a, a drive mm-hmm. coming up. But uh, until then, please uh, consider going to our page, which is uh, thankgodimatheist.com, and uh, and clicking on the support tab. Absolutely. All right. Well, we have something we want to talk about today, right? We do. We do. It's death. Hollywood voice, Brittany Murphy. No, stop it. <laughs> Cut voice it out. Of, voice of uh uh family guy character Peg. Uh Meg. Meg. Yeah. I'm just getting everything wrong today. Yeah, you are. <laughs> no, we're talking about uh Brittany Maynard. Um yeah. this is a woman, a young woman who was uh you I'm sure most of you encountered uh her video mm. uh which went quite viral. It's uh it was she was diagnosed with uh, a horrible brain cancer. That was incurable, and given a a, a very short time frame in which she yeah. was going to be able to live, and a very 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 horrific uh, pro- prognosis for the end of her life. Right, uh, it was not going to be a nice uh, way to go. No, so she uh, chose to end her life. Uh, she she opted to pick a date. And to pick a, a a method and have be surrounded by family and uh, and and to take matters into her own hands. Yeah. So, uh, you know, to me, that's great. That's uh, that's you know, when when someone's life is uh, is is going to end, and we can uh, adequately predict that. You got you got a few options. Uh, and that's that's the one that I would personally choose, probably. Yeah. Um, it's a brave thing to do, mm-hmm. but there's no there's no not brave options. You have to just you choose one yeah. form of bravery or you choose another. Right. There's no good options at that point. Uh, there, could, there could be. There could be a, a cowardly, a cowardly option. Yeah. Just I don't cr- know what just, it is. just find a corner and cry until you're dead. <laughs> just eat, you know, Cheez-Its. I don't feel like that is cowardly. And no matter how I'm you just, slice it. I'm you're... trying to find a cowardly one just to counteract your yeah. argument. Yeah. I don't I, I think you're right. You're such if a you're facing, Frank. When facing that, like clearly. Yeah. Um I, I I can't say. I have I have absolutely no I've I've had no real sickness in my life. Knock on wood. Yeah, that's to be superstitious. It is very, it is very nice uh, to be in that position. However, yeah. uh, not everyone has responded to Miss Maynard's, uh, Mrs. Maynard's death and what? choice the way we we did. You know that she had to move to Oregon in order to do this legally. Right. Well, it's legal in Oregon, and that's the only state in which it's legal. Yeah. Um, physician, physician-assisted suicide, mm-hmm. um, or. Uh, they in Oregon they called it their death with dignity law, right? Um, it it's only passed there, and I've always been a little baffled by it. To be perfectly honest, I've always been just 
a little freaked out. Like, why isn't that an easy law to pass in other states? It seems like it should be fairly easy. Because God gets to decide when you die. Well, that's the trick, isn't it? Yeah. And I had not realized how strongly that... Because, I mean, I knew... Yeah, I knew the Catholics had a very... like, Like, Catholicism... As a concept, as as a church, has a big anti-suicide thing. Right. But, but I mean, you know, Catholics aren't supposed to do birth control either, and we all know that they do. And Catholics aren't <laughs> supposed to do, like, Catholics, you always think, well, yeah, that there's, there's like, what's in their canon of law, right. and then there's what Catholics care about. And it, right. those two things don't always match up. Not really, no. No. But apparently... I mean, so I so I found uh, a, an interesting article talking about how a whole bunch of different religions line up on this issue. Oh, okay. Um, and yes, of course, the Roman Catholics are are staunchly against it. Dead um, set. They had the uh, the Archbishop uh, Alexander Sample of the Archdiocese of Portland mm. saying that assisted suicide quote sows confusion about the purpose of life and death. What are the purposes? Uh, of G- well, Jesus. what is the purpose of death? Uh, Jesus, to go back to Jesus. Yeah, I don't. I don't think she's that... she's going back to Jesus sooner. She's going well, according to a lot of very very mean people uh, on the internet. She is definitely not going to Jesus. Oh, Be- really? Because uh, she because she's going to hell. I love how people just get to choose what Jesus is not going <laughs> to. Who he's going to take and who he's not going to take. Well, I mean that one's a that one that one they've they've believed for a long time. So the Catholic Church is out mm. um, for the most part. Uh, Judaism, Orthodox, Conservative, and Reform all see the preservation of life as a cardinal value, according to it says here, and uh, and and so and no, see no. assisted suicide as akin to to murder. Huh. Um, I, they don't feel the same way, and this is where it gets really wonky to me. Right. They don't feel the same way about do not resuscitate orders. Right. Or about unplugging the machine that's keeping someone going. Right. That's a different story. That's a machine keeping the person going and then God gets to decide. Right. If their body's too weak, then they die. But we know rationalize that. But that's not the case. The God is not deciding. The person pulling the plug is deciding. We know that for a fact. Dan, 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 Dan. (laughs) But it's been they've worked they've there's nothing in the good book that says don't pull the plug. Right. Right. And so they're able to like figure that one out and live in a modern context. Right. Um but I have a question for you, Dan. Sure. Um have you known anyone in your life who's committed suicide? Uh, I I have, and recently, actually, really? just a just a about a month ago. Really? Yeah, my my ex wife's brother really killed himself. Wow. So any, and and uh, among others too, I've had I've had anyone a while growing up any mm-hmm. experiences? Yeah, when I was in high school, there was a kid that committed suicide. Huh? That I knew. My scoutmaster committed suicide when I was. 12 13 somewhere mm. in there yeah and that was it really what's interesting about it is when you go through it you have two choices right mm. uh, when, when you're sort of trying to understand and it's obviously a very different i mean he was mentally ill yeah um unbeknownst to us right you know we didn't know that he was bipolar yeah um but um um you know, you have to you 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 try to to figure out what happened. Sure. You know why? I'm I'm totally going down a very different road from you like are. medical assisted. But but what I'm the point that I'm trying to get to is that I feel like I I wrestled with like my religion's official stance mm. on this as being absolutely completely wrong with the fact that information started coming out and getting down to us kids about his his mental state right and the adults who were concerned about us and how we were taking it saying that the lord knows what was in his heart yeah the mormons go to that place sometimes and 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 that caused me from an early age to have 
this very sort of open mind about suicide. Mm. Well, and I, I was mean, just wondering, like, there's if, a, if there's an LDS quote, those, there's a, the same ways. There's a quote from uh, from an LDS apostle that says, "Although it's wrong to take one's own life, a person who commits suicide may not be responsible for his or her her own acts. Only God can judge such a matter." Yeah, that seems like a healthy way for a church to handle that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I when I was when when I was a kid and 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 I encountered suicide. I don't. I don't know that it. It strangely because I was a very devout kid, but I don't know that I actually made a a, a religious leap on that one. I feel like I actually uh, just dealt with it in my as 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 a a problem of my own psyche, and didn't didn't deal with it in religious. You didn't terms. think about it in the, sort of the religious ramifications. No, I didn't. Really? Which is weird for me. Yeah, but that's true. Yeah, okay, interesting. Um, anyways, let's get back to the whole. Well, so here, Maynard. I was right. just wondering, sort of formatively, we've never talked about this issue. Mm-mm. I, I was just no. curious what, where, where your sort of foundational, where, yeah. where your foundations. Exist yeah, on, I, on I, this I, one, I remember distinctly going through like, like even noticing the phases of grief as I was dealing with it. Yeah, you know the the anger and the bargaining and, uh, and right. stuff. But I don't remember ever thinking about it in religious terms. Well, huh. I probably should have been. I mean, I guess our religion wasn't that strict about it. Yeah, I mean, whereas I, these other religions are being really bullshit about some. So, I mean, like killing yourself because your life is just hard and you've got mental, you you know, you've got depression that's crippling or whatever. Well, or, is one thing, right? Or just because, or just because, whatever that's wrong for whatever reason. You're just, what am I going to do today? <laughs> that's wrong. That's, that's I, selfish. I don't give a, I don't give a wrong or right to that. I think everybody's life is their own choice. <laughs> that's that's your life. You may you may choose to end it or continue it as you please. Is my feeling about it, but I I can't imagine it not being obvious to people mm. that when a person is terminally ill, yeah, and they are facing x amount of time of suffering and yeah. then they die. Yeah. And that's all that's going to happen and we yeah. know that's all that's going to happen. Yeah. Saying, oh, no, God doesn't want that, like you know, right? seems like such a callous, awful thing. But, man, you know, I, I found Glenn Beck's take on the matter. <laughs> okay. Oh, no, I'm sorry. This is on The Blaze, but it's not Glenn Beck. It's a, it's a blogger on, his, on, the, on Glenn Beck's website. Okay. And it's just, it's literally peppered with phrases that... I I can't even deal with. Right. Uh, I've addressed at length the admiration so many seem to have for the act of self-murder. It's a dangerous and disturbing trend. Uh, it, it, these people act like this person wasn't going to die anyway. Yeah. It's no, shocking to me. No empathy. None. No. Zero empathy. Uh, you know. So back to the back to how other religions respond. Um, there's, I, oh my God, it's all just so crazy. You'll be, I, some people may be surprised to hear this, uh, Dr. Hatem Bazian, Bazian, an imam and co-founder of Zaituna College. Uh-huh. Uh, so he's Islamic, obviously, if he's an imam, he said, one of the key purposes of Islamic law is to preserve and protect life. Apparently he hasn't read all of Islamic law. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure there are some clauses in there that aren't about preserving and protecting life. Muslim life. <laughs> yeah, is exactly. supposed to be protected. G- yeah, continually uh, They practicing. should be fine. M- Muslims should be fine with an infidel right. taking their own life. Just, One less they have to do. They're just doing Allah's work for One them. One less. Right, exactly. Yeah. God damn it. Uh, yeah. He said, you cannot take affirmative steps to end someone's life. Hmm. Uh, meaning he's separating the idea of affirming a death rather rather than again, you know, pulling the plug right. or or like not treating an illness. Right. Not right. treating isn't killing, even if you have the ability to save that person. But killing is, you know, pre- preventing the suffering of of a person is definitely not okay. 
Um, it turns out that <laughs> wow. there are only four, uh, five religious groups in the in in the United States that permit that explicitly permit physician assisted suicide. Oh. That they, that they can I'm, find. I'm actually really curious. Strangely, the Evangelical Lutheran Church in America, the United Methodist Church, okay, the Spiritualist Church, never heard of it, yeah, and the Uni- uh, Unitarian Universalist Church. And Big surprise. Yeah, that that one is the one that's obvious, and the United Church of Christ, also not a huge surprise. So, I, huh. okay, it's two very- no big no two not. Not, not big not surprise. A surprise. One we'd never heard of, and two that are actually kind of surprising. Yeah. Huh. Yeah. It's. Um, I guess I really don't know that much about United Methodist, but whatever. Yeah. And me neither. Or, or and I don't know much about the Evangelical Lutherans either. But it just seems like they're they've got evangelical in the name. If, yeah. If you've got evangelical in your name, it seems like you're just you're probably in lockstep. You're gonna have a r- the... wrong ideas about most things. Yeah, we <laughs> c- clearly we are the ones with the wrong ideas, Frank, because we're we're wrong about them. Ah, shit. Um, they even get into Wiccans and pagans on this on this article. Wiccans don't like it. Um, they, they are they are. There's no set rules, I don't think, with in in Wiccan the, the pagans in Wiccandom about it. But uh, what about the druids? <laughs> the druids. <laughs> I, nobody speaks their language, so it's hard to tell. Damn, it's, it's hard right. to tell what they what they. <sighs> mean. I don't know. I I maybe maybe some of our listeners feel differently, but it seems like such a no brainer to me. To 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 be okay with someone taking their own life, especially in the case of someone doing it because they know they're going to die anyway, and they might as well do it without the suffering. Right. I just that, that, that's, that's the one that I I have absolutely zippo problem with. Yeah, I mean, I could I could dream up reasons to object to other suicides, but in, in the right. case of Brittany Maynard, I have nothing but but symphony. Symf- symphony. You have symphony. Sy- you have a symphony for nothing her. but symphony for her situation. <laughs> yeah, sympathy absolutely. For, obviously, for her and her family, and uh, it, clearly a horrible thing to go to go through. Yeah. And to find out, I mean, twenty nine years old, newlywed, you know, yeah, like just yeah. I mean, and it's I, just I guess a that's sweet, why sweet semen girl. She is has really captured the attention of so many people, right? Is is because her story is is just so so sad. Yeah. So I, I I just wanted to perpetuate this conversation. I think that it's an important one for us to have, and one that we should, I feel, be pretty adamant about, mm. uh, because this is this is something. That if that our laws should be okay with all through Europe, I think that there's like maybe two countries in all of Europe where it's legal, and yeah. and you know which is interesting because it creates this strange like suicide tourist thing. Yeah, um, we need to cut that out. We yeah. need to be okay with people taking control of their lives and their deaths. Yeah, well, we we need the uh, the 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 uh, the euthanasia coaster. Well, it's so that would be the best tourist coaster. Yeah, you, you've heard about the thing where it's oh, the roller coaster, the roller coaster that, <laughs> that spins you into oblivion. <laughs> yeah, and I, uh, I anyways, didn't see that. Anyway, uh, but no, I here's the other thing. Everybody's talking about euthanasia. I don't think that's what we're talking about. No, here. this is not euthanasia. This is actually. the this is not the same thing as euthanasia. This, this is, is this a, is. This is a full-grown adult in North America. Stop it. Stop it with the... <laughs> really? We're going to go down that road? The bad puns. Damn. <laughs> no, the... I mean, the, it's, it's, it's probably important to make a distinction between, you know, you choosing... Between, you know, a doctor and family choosing to kill someone right. who's in pain and a person taking initiative of their own lives. Right. right. Uh, I think that that... This is something we just... Get out there and talk to everybody you know. That's yeah. and, and we, we want to hear from you, actually. We want to know what you think. And in particular, if you object. Yeah. Um, if, if we're, I, if we're I, missing an element of this that, yeah. and, and you want to bring it to our attention, we would love to hear from you. Uh, the, again, the way to do that is to write into us, podcast at thankgodimatheist.com. Or you can leave us a voicemail at 424-666-8442. Yes, indeed. Uh, go to the Facebook page, facebook.com slash TGIAtheist, uh, or the, uh, the TGIA Members Only Lounge. Uh, is a great place to go as well. Absolutely. And have a conversation. Absolutely. Uh, the website is thankgodimatheist.com. 
As always, thank you, Mackenzie, for all your help on Facebook. And thanks to the Red Rock Hot Club for the music that you're listening to as we speak. And, and thank uh, you, dear listener. Yeah. Have a great week, everybody. Bye-bye.